0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this very unexpected episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. It's December 8th, 2020. I am the main event player, the super sea, the god among gods, the king among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch, walking God's green earth. Now, I say unexpected because this is exactly what it is, an unexpected episode now, to give you guys an idea, I originally was going to go ahead and put together a very short episode to give everyone an update of what's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks, because if you got, as you guys know, 2020 is officially about to come to an end. And there's going to be several wrestling events that are going to be happening, including Final Resolution that's going to happen over on Impact Wrestling this coming weekend, which we are going to be doing an episode on that as well. We also got Final Battle from Ring of Honor, which is also going to take place. That's going to be happening next week. And also on that same weekend, WWE TLC is going to happen on December 20th. And then the main event after that on on. Christmas Eve, on Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. The main event will no longer be doing any more episodes at this time because I'm going to be, you know, spending time with friends, spending time with family, you know, kind of get away from the podcasting world for a while. And then the main event will return in 2021 because we're going to be doing a new episode of the main event talk podcast, which will happen On January, I believe, let me see if January, January 9th, okay, January 9th will be the very first episode of 2021 for the main event talk podcast. Now, now that we got that update a little bit out of the way, I know some people are wondering, what is this unexpected episode? What does this have to do with what I'm talking about? Well, like I said, originally I was going to do an update which I just did a moment ago. But now, now it's time to get to the meat of the matter. Because as you guys know, Impact Wrestling was just on a few hours ago. As a matter of fact, if you're watching Impact Wrestling on YouTube, you know they're doing the full episode. I think that's like the first time they've done a a full episode on YouTube. Now, the reason for it is the fact that we know And just to kind of give you guys an update, you guys know that AEW has a new world champion in Kenny Omega. He supposedly defeated Jon Moxley, and I had made some comments mentioning that Omega has finally decided to become a star. And you guys will get an opportunity to hear the interview that happened with Don Callis, Kenny Omega and Josh Matthews right behind center stage. It's going to be very, very interesting. And then you're going to hear what I have to say right after the interview, because it, it, okay, I'll explain everything in just a moment. I'll, <clears throat> I'll get everything and put it all together so that way all of you can get an idea of what's about to happen on this very unexpected episode of the Main Event Talk podcast because you're going to be entertained, you're going to like where this is going and you're going to like, well, some of you are going to like it and some of you are going to hate it and it's very, very expected of you. So before we go ahead and begin this unexpected episode, as I mentioned earlier, today is December 8th. And December 8th is a very extremely important date, especially when it comes to music. Now, there's two reasons for it. The first reason I'm about to give you in just a moment, and then the second one I will give at the very, very end of this episode. It was December 8th, 1980, uh, one of the most tragic moments that happened in um, in music history. Uh I was probably three when this happened, and I didn't know who this individual was, but I understand that this man was a huge star, this man was uh, uh, beloved by many, he was uh, a member of the Beatles a long, long time ago, and then he went on his own to do several solo projects, and then one night, um, if the story, you know, if I remember the story correctly, This man was over at a telephone booth and someone had apparently followed him and shot him. And then all of a sudden, the news was heard around the world and it was one of the most tragic things that happened in the history of music. John Lennon had passed away on December 8th of 1980. So tonight, Normally, the main event would go ahead and put together some rock music, put together something that will entice everybody, but the main event on this episode, and it's one of those things that I'm glad that this unexpected episode took place, because tonight, the main event is going to be paying tribute to two very iconic rock stars, and we're going to start with John Lennon. Hope someday in peace to john lennon uh that was a song imagine uh i believe the song was released somewhere i believe it was back in 1971 or 72 i believe it you know it was it's still one of the most um you know to live back on it is still one of the most tragic moments in all of music um you know uh i was watching i think it was <coughs> if i remember correctly i think it was uh, at the time before it was called MTV Classics, it was called VH1 Classics, and they did um, they did something about uh, the 100 greatest tragedies in the history of music, and they did one involving um, John Lennon, and of course he was at the very very top of the spotlight, and okay, let me move. while um, while it was you know crazy. It was just so fun. And and that music, that song itself is very iconic. Very iconic in so many ways. And if that song was used today, I mean, could could you imagine that? I mean, just think of the life that we lived back in the 80s. And then look at what had happened, you know, now in 2020. Look at the life we're living in now as opposed to what happened years ago so much has changed so much has changed and when John Lennon died it was uh it was hard on a lot of people I mean I still remember people that were you know fans of the Beatles you know and were fans of you know the music that happened the Beatles um I, I can't say they changed music they probably did and I know some people are probably thinking no what are you talking about Furman you know the Beatles changed music forever and ever and it's like you know I'm not too concerned with the way music was changed although a lot of music has changed you know throughout that time you know we live in a society now where you know a long time ago music was music music was the greatest thing I mean rock music has changed uh, country music has changed rap and uh, metal has uh, rap and R&B has changed um, A lot of iconic music has happened during that time, in the 80s, in the 90s, and even in the 2000s. The music you hear now, and with all due respect, good music, but there's nothing iconic about it. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing that makes it, uh, you know, nothing that, that says this is it, this is what changes it all, or nothing that you know music now is just what it is music is music you know nothing nothing iconic nothing different you know they all say so music now has just become you know there's nothing to say about it you know when you look back at like i said when you look back at the 80s music was music music was great back then you look into the uh you look into the 90s um 90s music was pretty iconic also in its own right but you know the point is um i guess what i'm trying to say is you know when you listen to music now everything is the same when you listen to rap music it's the same when you listen to hip hop and r&b it's the same when you listen to um when you listen to rock and metal Pretty much it's the same, too. Even though there are different artists out there, it just is the same. Nothing different, nothing changing. Guys like John Lennon changed the music world. Made us listen. Made us love music for what it is. And December 8th of 1980 was a big tragedy. So, the main event just wants to go ahead and say... And it's funny, it's 1980, and we're in 2020, it's been over 40 years, right? If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's been 40 years since his death. And man, it's that, a long, long time ago. But all I want to say is, rest in peace to John Lennon. Rest in peace, my man. And later on, I have one more iconic figure that I'm going to be introducing later on. So, let's get back into this unexpected episode of the May Event Talk podcast. Um, Okay, and as I mentioned earlier, just to give everyone an idea, once again, i I pretty much given you guys about about what's going to happen this week. So, just to kind of get this out of the way, so that way... And you know, we know what's about to happen. Let me give you an update about what's going to be happening in the next couple of weeks. So this week, as you know, uh, if I can look at this over here, if you don't mind, here we go. That's what I'm looking for right here. So on December 12th this year, uh, this week, we're going to be doing Impact Wrestling's Final Resolution. Uh, their pay-per-view is going to be introduced on uh, Impact Plus. So that's going to be... What's going to happen this week and then on December 13th will be the aftermath, the final resolution and not to mention the fact that we're going to be giving you some updates on what's happening with uh, not just what's going on in Impact Wrestling, not just what's going on in AEW and the WWE and everything. We're also going to be giving you some updates on WWE TLC because that's going to be coming up on that particular week and not to mention uh, Ring of Honor's final battle, which is going to be coming up on that deal. Now, (coughs) Now, that's the aftermath of the final resolution, which will happen on December 13th. Now, December 18th uh, will be a final battle, which is going to happen on Ring of Honor. I'm going to be giving you guys an update. Uh, Actually, if uh, memory serves me correctly here, uh, and this is going to be a surprise to everybody. Uh, On December 17th, I'm going to be doing a final battle... I'm going to be doing a final battle review on the 17th before the pay-per-view actually happens, uh, which is going to be on a Friday, December 18th. So. The main event's going to be doing a main event talk episode that's going to happen on the 17th, which we will talk about Final Battle, we'll also talk about uh, several things that are going to be happening, including NXT and AEW's Dynamite and everything. Of course, we're going to talk about WWE TLC. And speaking of TLC, Saturday, December 19th, the main event's going to be doing his review on WWE's TLC, which is going to be happening on December 20th. Several matches are going to be happening, including the WWE Championship will be decided. Drew is going to be defending the championship against AJ Styles, and Roman Reigns is going to be defending the Universal Championship against Kevin Owens, and there's going to be several other matches that are going to be taking place, and I will talk about that on December 19th. Now, on December 20th will be the pay-per-view event itself, but I will also give you the aftermath of what's going to be happening on that event. So give you my thoughts of the winners and losers of each of those matches and everything, so it should be, <clears throat> uh, sorry, it's going to be very, very interesting to check out and everything. So the main event's going to be looking forward to that. Now, <clears throat> as I'm looking at the calendar here, um, the 24th and the 25th. Uh, let's see. The 24th is going to be on a Thursday, and the 25th is going to be on a Friday. So I'm not going to be doing any. Pa- I'm not going to be doing any more podcasts after that. So the 20, the 20th will be the last podcast I do for 2020. So that means that there's not going to be any podcasts for on Christmas Day, Christmas Eve or even New Year's Eve and uh, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. However, the main event talk is going to be returning. And as I mentioned before, if I could see the calendar from here. (coughs) Say one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight. Okay, Saturday, January 9th will be the return of the main event talk podcast for 2021. The main event is going to be giving you... Uh, possibly several updates are going to be happening in that particular deal, including the Royal Rumble, which I'm very, very curious about how the Royal Rumble is going to be next year. I know a lot of you are going to be anticipating to find out as to how the Royal Rumble is going to be in 2020. Who's going to win it? What's going to happen at WrestleMania? What's going to happen in 2021 anyway? I mean, we're still in this whole pandemic in 2020, and we don't even know what the fuck's going to happen. You know, so it's going to be. It's going to be tremendous it's going to be easy to check out and you know just to see how the fuck this is going to go so so that's pretty much going to be my update on everything that's happening on the main event talk podcast we're going to be doing like i said we're going to be doing several episodes oh like i said one episode that we got this week uh, two, uh, actually, if I'm not looking at this correctly here, got one episode that's going to happen on the 12th, one episode that's going to happen on the 13th, one that's going to happen on the 17th, one that's going to happen on the 19th, and another that's going to happen on the 20th. And then after that, that will be the last episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast for 2020. So I will not be coming back until January 9th of 2021. And the main event is looking forward to checking out how that is going to go. <clears throat> that's your full update. Of what's going to happen on the Main Event Talk podcast in the next couple of weeks. Okay. Now that we got that update out of the way, it's time. It's time. It is time. Now, those of you that are getting an opportunity to watch Impact Wrestling, now, believe it or not, the episode that aired, well, actually, I think it's still airing. As a matter of fact, it's not on Access TV. If you're looking at, impact wrestling right now on youtube they're doing the full episode they're doing everything from top to bottom including the appearance of kenny omega and impact wrestling is trying to do as hard as they can to go ahead and make this whole thing a big deal about and 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 let me discuss this before we get to the interview Everyone, you know, ever since Kenny Omega won the championship over at AEW Dynamite from the Winter is Coming episode, and when Don Callis showed up and everything, you know, I've heard some histories, I've heard some talks between these two and everything. They go ahead and run off like a couple of little bitches and then mention that they're going to be on Impact Wrestling on Tuesday. And immediately, the internet and all the marks and all the people and all the morons that decide that they're going to go ahead, oh, well, this is going to be great. I mean, we're going to see, you know, Kenny Omega. Against the A, the Impact Wrestling World Champion. We're going to see FTR against the the fucking machine, Motor City Machine Guns. Everyone is jumping on this idea that Impact Wrestling is going to go up against AEW Dynamite. Well, AEW. My thought is, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I, I I I don't. And even if it happens, I mean. What are they? What what's the benefit? Who's who's going to benefit from this? AEW or Impact Wrestling? Impact Wrestling is going to be benefiting benefiting from the Well, I'm sorry, benefiting from this a whole lot more than AEW. That's just my point of view of things. So now, the superstar that is Kenny Omega appears. On Impact Wrestling, we've all been anticipating. We knew this was going to happen at the very, very end of the show. So now, right here, right now, on this episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast, you're going to hear that interview involving Don Callis, Kenny Omega, and Josh Matthews standing by. So, if you guys are ready... The main event would like for you guys to listen to the interview involving Kenny Omega, Don Callis, and Josh Matthews. And then after that is over, the main event will respond. And I'm respond in kind, so to speak. Hello? Kenny?
1: Oh, hey, Oh champ? <laughs> the champ is here. Look what I brought with me, huh? Yeah. Look sure, what I brought, long brought time with me. See. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Uh, Good to see you, you too. it out. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you for your time, obviously. Can I just uh, cut hey, you, don't don't you off? It. Just let me cut you off. Uh,
2: do you want to witness a little history? Have you ever seen history? I don't think you have. Uh, we got a special treat on behalf of the real world champion and Don Callis. Uh huh. The ceremonial changing of the nameplate... Says John Moxley now, still. Been a little while. Time yeah. Time to change it. We wanted to wait and do it here. This normally would have happened on AEW television, but Kenny Omega wanted to give a gift to the impact. Ta-ta. Fans. So just kind of uh, talk amongst yourself, Josh. I'm going to just get this thing off here so we can do the changing and the switch on, on this television program. You like that, kid? So,
1: so while you're doing that, Don, as we've been talking about throughout the broadcast this past Wednesday night on AEW Dynamite on TNT, you were there for commentary and as you said at full gear, you and Kenny our family mm-hmm. but you jumped off commentary and you physically got involved in the match and while we'll we'll get to that, my first question is how long has this been in the works
2: You know what Josh just hold off let's have a little history here. Let's give the people a little show. <sighs> Kenny Omega nameplate we got
1: to see it here first. Kenny look I got the got the old John Moxley <laughs> nameplate't well, we we that anymore hey, you were close with Ambrose, right? You, tough enough season one, right? He's an you, old you, Stanford stooge. You want a little Give bit of a now. souvenir? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't need it. No, we don't
2: need that. <laughs> all right, all right. You want to know, I think, no. when this all started. And, you know, people like you that kind of live moment to moment in your lives. Kenny Omega and I think in years. You want to know when this started? You probably expect me to go, last week. No. <laughs> not two weeks ago. Not two years ago. Not even two decades ago. 27 years ago this happened when i was trained as a professional wrestler by the golden sheik who was a wrestler in canada you know what do we hey. have the sheik's picture could hey. you bring that there we go there you are that's your boy there with your yes. with your uncle it's my uncle the golden sheik was kenny omega's uncle he not only trained me as a wrestler he was my manager and he took me in and he took care of me and 27 years ago he introduced me to his nephew a 10-year-old, curly-haired kid named Kenny. And for all of Kenny's formative years, I have looked after Kenny like the Sheik looked after me. And Kenny always had something special, and I've always been there. I've always been the invisible hand in his life, like I've been in professional wrestling for the last number of years. Did you really think, Josh Matthews, that I got back into this business five years ago to do a podcast? Is that what you thought? Did you people honestly think that I came back out of a successful international business career to be the color commentator for New Japan Pro Wrestling? No. It was all part of the plan. It was all part of the plan for me to be next to Kenny when he won the IWGP heavyweight title. It was all part of the plan for me to come to Impact Wrestling like I did Josh. It was all part of the plan when Tony Khan invited me into his house very graciously at Kenny's request to call Kenny's match where he won the tournament over Adam Page. It was all part of the plan when I was such a good guy that Tony Khan graciously invited me back into his house to call the world title match against John Moxley. You see, Kenny and Don Callis, we're family. Most people in wrestling don't understand anything about that. What we do is change history. We've done it, Kenny, not just once, but twice. We did it three years ago, almost to the day when I booked Kenny Omega with Chris Jericho in the Tokyo Dome. The match that changed the course of
1: wrestling history, the match that Tony Khan said gave birth to AEW. He said it himself, Don. He did. He said it himself many, many times. A lot of people take credit for what we accomplished.
2: They have. They and have. for all you people love AEW, it's great. And you You're know, welcome. She <laughs> said thank you cards to me and Kenny Omega because we made that happen. Some people get to change history once. No one changes it twice. Never. And what we did last Wednesday night on Dynamite was changed the course of wrestling history. They're calling it the Golden screw job. They're calling it the biggest screw job in wrestling since Montreal. Yeah. And I don't see it that way. I see it as setting the course of history right. Because now what have you got? You've got what you always wanted. The greatest wrestler in the history of this business, a Hall of Famer in his mid 30s is your AEW World Champion. And we did it together. And that's what makes it the most special you see some people make matches uh-huh. some people like to make memories uh-huh. kenny omega and don Callis. we make history
0: i apologize for the commercial by the way
1: With all that being said, yeah. Do you feel that what happened Wednesday tarnishes your legacy? What is wrong with you? What
0: is wrong with you? No, what what is wrong with you? It's okay. okay, It's a ignorant ignorant
1: little worm. Hey, Josh, could could you repeat the question, please? Could you? Could you? Could you repeat the question, please? I just just want to make sure I just heard it correctly. With all due respect. Okay, and with Don physically getting involved in the matter, respect me passing you the microphone Uh that you used off the skull of John Moxley (sighs) to become AEW world champion. Yeah. The way it played out, Uh do you feel, you might have me do a little bit of a a role reversal here. What what, what if I assume the role of interviewer right now? Let me ask you a question, Josh, okay? Let me ask you a question. Okay, do you have a, a father or a father figure in your life right now? Yeah, you do? Okay. Now, what would happen if somebody that you hated, someone that you despised for no reason at all, had the unmitigated gall to put their hands on your father, to strike your father down right before your very eyes? Would you hit them back? If you saw something laying before your feet, would you pick up that object and strike the man that struck your father? Huh? Would you exact a measure of revenge? I think you would. Now, yes, I had placed a gentleman's agreement on this match with John Moxley, okay? And I protected it to the best of my ability, but when you involve family in the way that you did, when you lay your hands on the architect, when you lay your hands on the invisible hand, what do you expect me to do? Of course, I'm mean gonna get a little pissed off. am a little pissed off right now at you, Josh, okay? Yeah, you, it's just like you, especially from the place you came from, to have that, to have that arrogance. I'm going to answer all your questions all wrapped up into one big nice package right now. You're probably wondering, okay, do I feel like I tarnished a legacy? The answer is no. Everybody wanted me to be the champion. Everybody needed me to be the champion. When people talk about the greatest matches of all time, guess who's had them? You're looking at them. You're not just talking about singles matches. We're talking about cinematic matches, hardcore matches, tag team matches. My name is on the list of all of them. You talk about the top 20 AEW matches, I'm in about, I don't know, uh, 17 of them. When you talk about the top matches in Mexico, that's me too. You talk about the top matches in Japan, that's me too. England, UK, Zimbabwe, you name it, I'm probably there, okay? So me coming here to Impact, oh, you, you should start really treating me better, okay? You really should, and, and now I'm getting pissed off. So. Finally, what, what, what I'm, what I'm going to ask, I'm, I know, I know where you're going with it, so I'm, so I'm going to answer the question. What, what, what am I doing here? What am I doing here at Impact? Well, why this? Why, why, why this whole? Why, why, why the bus? You number, ask better questions than him. Number one, number one is because we can. Okay, we like to ride in style. We like to live in style. Look, look at this jewelry. I feel like the old me again. <laughs> <laughs> but why Impact Wrestling? Hey, Don, I'm gonna teach you something about myself. Please. As a child, I fancied myself as a little bit of a hobbyist. I was a collector. Did you know that I collected comic books, Don? I love comic books. Yeah. Well, I had to quit. You know why? Because no matter how much money I spent, no matter how many rare comic books I collected, I could never get the most rarest, the most valuable prizes amongst all the collectors in the comic book industry. Now I found a new hobby, and I have the most valuable prize of them all. The Action Comics number one. That's Superman's debut, by the way. I know. (laughs) And hell, I don't mind if I had an X-Men number one in my collection, triple A title. I don't mind if I had a Spider-Man number one in my collection. That'd be pretty cool. Who knows, maybe that's the Impact Champion. You guys have got a great champion, right? Fantastic. The thing is, I love traveling. I love the lifestyle that pro wrestling affords me, and as long as I have this, I don't mind having a little bit of fun in my spare time.
2: We got titles here.
1: We, Why not add a little bit to my collection? Those Who we can carry knows? Those around? Yeah, be good. But for now, Don Callis, we're about—I don't know—24 uh, hours away from a big announcement at AEW. We gotta
2: get to Jacksonville and to blow the lid off dynamite, kid. And,
1: and if you thought the Lex Express was riding in style, yeah, <laughs> I got something even better planned for tomorrow. Something Billy. even cooler. Give us a little bit. Come on. I can't tell you. you can't tell us. Okay. Okay. Well, give, do the hey, thing, here's please. a clue. Here's a clue. Lex Luger. Okay. Okay. You think it? We have the, the bus. Uh, what else? Did oh, I think I y- yeah, you are going with that. Yeah. You know what?
2: You know what? You know what'd be perfect? What? Yeah. Do the thing. Okay. When you do the thing. They all
1: want to see the thing. Yeah. They, I, Josh I might. Ho- hopefully, you guys like, didn't actually ahead. think I was going to wrestle or defend this belt, but <laughs> yeah, I am yeah. going to give you the thing. And this will be the first time I've done the thing on TV in a long time. So I'm going to do the thing. And and, and and you ready for it, Don? You, were gonna yeah, you ready the You, know thing? Thing. you know yeah, thing? yeah, yeah. You probably heard it before, right? You know the thing. Yeah, everyone knows the thing. Okay. Do it. Must be due Jew. a Goodbye. <sighs> and good night. Oh, my God. It's so great. Bay! Yes! <sighs>
2: Let's get out of here. Ooh. Back to Stanford, kid. <sighs> Thanks for coming.
1: Champ? You know, I like him. He's not a bad guy. He's not really yeah. a stooge.
0: Okay, that was, um, that, that was the, um, um, not sure what to call it, I really, really don't. Um, (laughs) okay, so, um. So, you, you guys heard it. You guys heard it just now. Not sure what to make of it at this point. It just... <laughs> um, okay. I think I know what I have to say. I think I know what I have to do. But before... Let me go ahead and just get one thing out of the way so that way we can proceed with one uh, uh, one other thing that's going to be happening in the next few moments. Before we go ahead, I mean, obviously I have a lot I want to say about it, and obviously let me see if I can, there we go. Before we talk about what I, what my, because everything that Kenny Omega just said, wow. <laughs> and he's the greatest wrestler of all time he's the greatest athlete in the history of this business (laughs) before before we go ahead and talk about that let's get into what tony and tony have to say um one tony that we know quite well and one Tony we could care less and it's going to have a lot to do with what's going to happen tomorrow night on AEW Dynamite The following announcement is paid for by All Elite Wrestling,
3: home of AEW Dynamite last week's number one cable program Here's the owner of AEW Tony Khan. Thank you Mr. Shivani Hey Impact Wrestling, it's great to be here tonight via this paid ad that's allowed me to join you I understand the brand new AEW world champion Kenny Omega is going to be here on this show tonight so I thought I would join him If I wanted to stop it, Tony, I absolutely could. Yes, I know that. I could file an injunction. I could tell Kenny he's in breach of contract, but I'm not going to do that. Instead, I thought I would actually help fund the show via this ad, because I think it's going to help. It's going to help the budget. It's going to help the bottom line, and hopefully it helps promote AEW to have our champion on this show. The only thing I don't like about it is the way Kenny won the belt. It was a joke. It was disgraceful. It was terrible. It was terrible. John Moxley, the greatest champion in wrestling, he didn't deserve that, but let me tell you something. Don Callis You're welcome to come with Kenny tomorrow too. In fact, Kenny, I know how you're arriving at the show. I handled it, I you know, set up your arrival. We're more than happy to accommodate you. We're just really looking forward to seeing you, buddy. Tomorrow night, AEW Dynamite, tune in. We got a real big card with big main events like Warren Cassidy versus MJF for the Dynamite Diamond and Lance Archer and the Lucha Brothers versus Eddie Kingston, the Butcher, and the Blade. And I understand they have some tag teams here in Impact Wrestling, Tony. I've heard that. I've heard they have some. Well, you're going to see the greatest tag team in the world, the world tag team champions of the Young Bucks, taking on Jack Evans and Onelico. TH2 tomorrow night. The Young Bucks are the best. And let me tell you something, Tony, some of these teams around here, maybe I'll come check them out. In fact, I have some investments in Nashville, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. There's some rumors that I might even buy Impact Wrestling. You, You spent a cup of coffee in Impact Wrestling yourself, didn't you, Tony? Yeah, one night, and then I quit the business for 18 years. 2002. 2002. Well, I'm glad I brought you back, Tony. It was my pleasure. It's great to have you. I love you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Thanks. He's the best. And let me tell you something. Tomorrow night on Dynamite, you're going to see this guy, Tony Schiavone, talk to Sting. How long's it been since you talked to Sting? Oh, 20, 25 years. That's, yeah, absolutely. 25? Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's great. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, it's going to be a great time. And, Kenny, I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow. I can't wait to see what you have to say tonight. And, Don, like I said, you're welcome to stop by yourself. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs>
0: Well, you guys heard that. Impact Wrestling here, and all of a sudden we see this paid advertisement for AEW's Dynamite. You heard about some of the matches that are going to take place this coming Wednesday night. And uh, the main event is certainly looking forward to checking out what is about to happen on AEW Dynamite. I And I know some people are going to be saying, oh, well, this is going to beat NXT like nothing. Well, here's the thing, guys. I mean, look. I'll admit that AEW Dynamite is on a roll. They're on a roll. And it's not just because of Kenny Omega. Okay? Let's get that out of the way. It has a lot to do with the fact that you had a legend like Sting that came out and pretty much did what he did and everything. Made his appearance, which still has people talking. But I guess Kenny Omega doesn't want to be outshined by someone of the caliber of Sting. And that's gonna, that's all going to take place over at AEW Dynamite this coming Wednesday night, which is actually tomorrow, believe it or not, on TNT. Okay, guys. It is time for my response. It is time for me to go ahead and explain what happened tonight. So, I originally did not want to do this episode. Now, as I stated before from the very, very beginning, I was going to do this episode. But it was just going to be just a small segment. Just a small segment of the episode. You know, just to give you a report. Just to give you what's, going, you know, what's happening and everything else like that as far as the few episodes that are going to be happening on uh, the main event talk. And then... You know, I'm curious about what Omega has to say, and I saw the interview, I heard the talk, I heard everything. So <laughs> I know I know all of you are, are anticipating to hear what I have to say about this, so here's here's my taking on it. So Kenny Omega comes out. Don Callis comes out. Now, I know who Don Callis is quite well. Now, Don Callis, a long, long time ago, was a part of something called, well, he was sort of part of the Attitude Era. He was known as the Jackal a long time ago. He was part of a group known as the Truth Commission. And he didn't really make much of himself in the WWE at that time. And then he was part of ECW. Now, I know this quite well because I've seen it. ECW had him be a part of the network. (laughs) He, He really didn't do much for the network or ECW, but he was there just for the meaning of time. And then from the beginnings of the... From the beginnings of... TNA a long time ago. Don Callas was a part of that from the very very beginnings of the origins. And if memory serves me correctly, and I'm gonna take and I'm gonna give him credit for this, I'll give him credit for this because he was the man that created the Ultimate X. He was the man behind it, he was the man that did it, and I'll commend him. I'll commend him for that. It's a great innovative idea. Great idea. Dig it, love it, and it's still good to this day. But Don Callis is a wrestler that wishes he could be in the main event. He wishes he could be anything other than a manager. He wishes he could be anything other than Jim Cornette or Paul Heyman or any of these other guys. He wanted to be higher. So Don Callis becomes a part of Impact Wrestling. He's been part of Impact Wrestling for the past couple of years. He's been a part of a few podcasts on there. He's been a part of several of the biggest pay-per-views ever. And Don Callis, you know, did what he could. Okay, cool. Now, I had no idea about his relationship with Kenny Omega. And I had no idea about this whole thing with the Golden Sheik. Here's the fucked up part about this. And he mentions the Golden Sheik, right? Okay, there is the Iron Sheik. And then there is the original Sheik. Two of the most famous wrestlers in the history of pro wrestling. Two of the most dangerous men in the history of professional wrestling. And you bring up this golden chic individual and nobody in this profession knows who he is. Nobody. Nobody gives a damn. Nobody cares. And it's stupid. And Don Callis wants to go ahead and Make history by bringing Kenny Omega into Impact Wrestling. And this wasn't wasn't about having an AEW versus Impact Wrestling type. It's all about Kenny Omega. And hearing Kenny Omega talk. Now, I'll admit it was a pretty good promo. But when he had me at, I used to collect comic books. I used to collect comic books. Now, before I get to that. And then and then what was that stupid what was that stupid catchphrase he did? Good good night and goodbye? Is that what he said at the very very end? Oh my god. Okay. So, we go from what you're going to do when the largest arms in the world destroys you. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. We also go from, oh yeah, dig it. And we also go from that to the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. So that's the bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so. To if you smell what The Rock is cooking. Some of the most iconic catchphrases in the history of pro wrestling. Guys that made money, guys that did something for this industry, guys that made pro wrestling good as it ever was. And then there's Kenny Omega. <laughs> this dude, you know, and I got to say this, and I said this from the very, very beginning. I I, I wanted to apologize because Kenny Omega, I have said this, is AEW's version of The Miz. He makes The Miz, unfortunately, look like a pro wrestler. And that is not a compliment, ladies and gentlemen. It's not. So... <laughs> Kenny Omega didn't even, you, you know, the, the stupid thing about the interview was he didn't even specifically say why he was an Impact. All he was there to do, and this is something, this is huge, this is big, this is the biggest thing that's going to happen in Impact Wrestling. The AEW World Heavyweight Champion, Kenny Omega, the cleaner, if you will, is going to show up on Impact Wrestling Television, have an interview with... Josh Matthews with Don Callis and all he's going to do is change his fucking name on a fucking belt that he doesn't deserve oh yeah yeah you got the entire world in the palm of your fucking hands and I know some people are saying well big things are gonna happen just wait until AEW Dynamite I don't give a rat's ass I don't give a rat's ass if I have to wait until AEW Dynamite here's the thing Kenny Omega is way overdrawn. He is stupidly overrated. As I stated before, Kenny Omega is a tremendous athlete. And no doubt he won... Titles in New Japan and titles in New England and titles in Canada and titles all over the world. Look, there's a lot of other guys that have done the same thing that Kenny Omega's done. The biggest difference is most of those guys had been bigger stars, have made bigger matches, and have talked about, are being talked about all over the world. And Kenny, there's really nothing to talk about. He talked about the whole thing with the the, the whole thing where Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega. Uh, at the tokyo dome that was a big deal yes i saw the matchup it was good it was great it was tremendous it's not a big deal but it was tremendous the point is kenny omega holding on to the aew world heavyweight championship and all all anyone is talking about i mean all anyone is still talking about is sting right they're still talking about sting even with omega showing up on impact wrestling so here's the thing omega yes He showed up, but all he did was change his name on a championship belt. That's all he did. And he says he's the old Omega again. When were you the old Omega? When you were with or without the Bullet Club? You know, Kenny Omega, he's not one of those heels that I say, fuck you, and I just want to beat your ass. He is like the Miz. He is an annoying heel. He has go-away heat with me, as they say. And it works. Kenny Omega does not deserve to be in the same level as Chris Jericho. Kenny Omega does not deserve to be in the same level as John Moxley. Kenny Omega does not deserve to be in the same level as Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair and the Macho Man Randy Savage and Sting and the, you know, um... Who am I thinking of? Ric Flair, um, Bret the Hitman Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, Triple H. He doesn't deserve to be in any of those levels. And I know some people are going to tell me, well, because they work for the WWE, they've never worked for any other company. Here's the thing. Those guys were mega stars. If they showed up over in the Tokyo Dome, they would outsell that place just like that. If they went over to, say, um, Wembley Stadium over in the UK, they would sell out that place like that. Guys' names like that can sell out arenas anywhere. When they hear Kenny Omega, they'll be like, who the fuck is this guy? That's the way it has been for a long, long time. When you have... Like, like I said before, The Miz, he didn't deserve to be the WWE champion. He just won it because he had a money-in-the-bank briefcase. And he was lucky because you had a worthy champion like Randy Orton, who was a big-time star at the time, and then you have someone like The Miz who only wanted to be champion for that one particular point in time. He had the worst main event match in history at WrestleMania, and then he lost the title. And he hasn't been a part of the main event scene since then. And I hope to God we don't see him as champion ever again. Now, AEW is suffering the same problem, because now they got Omega as the champion, someone that doesn't deserve to be the champion. As far as I'm concerned, the one person, and whether anybody likes it or not, here's the thing, Jon Moxley deserves to be the champion still, as far as I'm concerned, but the one person I truly feel deserves to be the champion and someone that can definitely change the business, it's not about Chris Jericho. MJF should have been the champion. Maxwell Jacob Freeman should have been the champion because he's a better heel. He knows how this business runs. And people would rather have MJF be the champion than have the cleaner be the champion. So to close this out, because we're going to end this. We're going to end this right now. As I stated before, Kenny Omega, tremendous athlete. Great talent. Nobody gives a damn about the Golden Sheik. They care about the original Sheik and the Iron Sheik. Any other Sheik don't mean Sheik, if you know what I mean. And Don Callis, hey, you're making a huge name for yourself right now. You are, absolutely. But you're making it off of Omega. And Omega thinks he's a major star. He's a superstar now. Now that he's the AEW World Heavyweight Champion, he's a major star. Well let me correct that he's a superstar he's not a major star he's got to sell out a couple of places he's got to have kick-ass matches he's got to make me believe and the world believe that he deserves to be the champion and as we're getting closer and closer to the end of 2020 2020 If Kenny Kenny Omega will obviously hold on that title for just a little while longer until AEW's revolution. And when that pay-per-view comes along in 2021, I hope to God we see a rematch between Kenny Omega and Jon Moxley. And I hope that happens. And I hope the cleaner gets cleaned at the hands of Jon Moxley. And we put Kenny Omega right back to where he is. And all I can say now is, enjoy it, Kenny Omega. Enjoy it. Enjoy as much time as you can of being the champion. Because at the end of the day, you're just another goof trying to be in a main event level status. You may have done good in New Japan. You may have done good in the UK. You may have done good in any other place you've been a part of. But here in the United States, we'll like you, we'll hate you, but you better impress us. You impress the modern-day wrestling fans, it's the pro wrestling fans you got to impress. Because we look at you and we say, he ain't no Ric Flair. He ain't no Stone Cold. He ain't no Rock. He ain't going to be in anyone's level. He ain't going to be in any level at all. But Kenny... Make no mistake about it, my friend. You are a superstar. You are the champion. But your time will be over very, very soon. And I hope it's over just like The Miz. Just like The Miz. Because as I stated before, The Miz didn't deserve the title. The Miz didn't deserve to be in the main event of WrestleMania. And you, Kenny, and this is just my thought. You wouldn't last 10 minutes in the WWE, much less 10 days. Kenny, enjoy it while you can, pal. Because you may be the cleaner, but you will get cleaned very, very soon. So, with that being said, that's going to do it for this unexpected episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. Don't forget to follow. The main event. On facebook. At facebook.com. At main event player. You can also follow me on instagram. At instagram.com. At main event player. You can also follow me on twitter. At twitter.com. At main event player. And you can also follow me on my main event talk. Facebook page. At facebook.com. At real main event talk. And also if you got some questions. If you got some regards. If you got some complaints. That you want to send over to the main event all you got to do is go over to main event player at yahoo.com that's main event player at yahoo.com send me a question send me a suggestion send me a message send me whatever you want and if it's something stupid i'll just throw it out the window and not mention it here on the main event talk podcast And as always, guys, don't forget to subscribe to the Main Event Talk podcast on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, or wherever it is you find your favorite podcasts. Thank you for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time on another great episode of the Main Event Talk podcast. And don't forget, we got one episode coming up this coming Thursday. Actually, I'm sorry, this coming Saturday uh, happening for Impact Wrestling's Final resolution. We're going to be talking about some of those matches and so much more, plus more updates on Final Battle and more updates on WWE TLC. And we'll see what happens between NXT and AEW Dynamite. We'll see how far this goes. So, as always, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time on another great episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Why? Because I can, and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. And before the main event goes, as I mentioned earlier, December 8th holds a dear heart to a lot of people. To many, it was the tragic death of John Lennon. But on December four, two 2004 uh, four, was an extremely emotional day. While one man was assassinated another was murdered on stage and that took place over and if memory serves me correctly took place over in Milwaukee and here in Texas here in Texas we pay tribute to arguably one of the uh, one of the best guitar players going today someone that I had an opportunity to see his casket I had a chance to see his stuff and I had a chance to look at everything that this man's done. Sorry, <laughs> I was about to play it, but... Uh, well, it may not be. Uh, we may not be able to get to the whole song here. So let me just go ahead and give you one particular song that I think a lot of people will definitely like. If we could just get to it real quick. There we go. We're going to get to that song right here. Because we're going to make this right. So guys, this is a tribute to Dimebag Daryl from the first album of Pantera, Cowboys from Hell. Rest in peace, Dimebag. I'll see you next time.
1: So we stand tall, nobody touches us, us at all Shout out, shoot out, spread fear of fear Now let's give it another take, or the whale. Spread the word throughout the land, they say Bad guys, we're black, we're tragic, cancer You see us coming, and you all together work for cover We're taking over this town here it's always you're gone And you better listen Well, my friend, you see It's best now Down below you Better tell us about get me, Everyone They talking No talk for Just I Should I see, say, fuck Better not take it out on me Cause your soul is found Where your city used to be So I'm out of the darkness to the light Sparked by everywhere inside From my double power of world rage Can't knock me in your cage You see us coming And then you all together run the gun We're taking over this town Here we call Reach for your gun And you better so Well, my friend, you see It's been stopped